What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Tom Shifflett Podcast. I am your host, Tom Shifflett, and welcome to day eight of the bubble wrap. We got six games to recap, and then we'll look forward to the six games on Friday night slate. So we'll start off game one from Thursday afternoon. The New Orleans Pelicans, they lose to the Sacramento Kings 140 to 125. Bogdan Bogdanovich, he had a career-high 35 points. De'Aaron Fox had 30 points. So that backcourt, they combined for 65 points against Lonzo Ball and Drew Holiday, two of the better perimeter defenders in the NBA. The Pelicans' defense is just an absolute nightmare. I I don't know. I don't know what they're doing down there, man. They were gifted the easiest schedule in the bubble, and they are struggling mightily. I mean, Zion looks really good while he's out there. Every time he has the ball in his hand, something great happens, but... It's just not enough, man. And Brandon Ingram, he is way too long. He's way too athletic to be so piss poor on defense. It's just, it's so bad, man. And he just didn't have any effort going out there and boxing out for rebounds. And it's just, it looks like they've mailed it in. And I think, I don't know if Alvin Gentry lost them or not. And I, I think Alvin Gentry, regardless, he needs to go at the end of the year. I think David Griffin needs to go and hire his old buddy, Ty Lue. Ty Lue will turn that team around, just a better culture, a winning, winning head coach. He knows how to win, and he's a defensive-minded guy, and he will get them where they need to be, man. And for Sacramento, they're, like I've been saying the whole time, they're very entertaining. De'Aaron Fox and Bagdanovich, they're a really good backcourt. They're a really fun, exciting team, and they scored 140 points yesterday, so... It was a fun game. They went back and forth. They were going down, up and down the court, chucking shots, and everything was just working for them. And for New Orleans, it's just, I don't know, man. I feel so bad for Pelicans fans. It's just, it's been a rough year. and But they're still in it. I mean, everybody is still in it because Memphis keeps losing. So everyone is still, they still have a chance, man. There's four teams that are within two and a half games. So all these games still matter. Hopefully New Orleans, you know, they had that fire lit under their ass and they, they they go for it, man. So let's see what happens with that. The second game of the slate, Milwaukee Bucks versus the Miami Heat. Milwaukee pulls it out at the end. They win 130 to 116. Milwaukee was down, I think, 20, 20 some points at halftime. A big surprise of Mike Bootenholzer's a Mike Bootenholzer team was giving up wide open threes the first half. Uh, Miami was just, he, they were knocking down shots, and that's what they do, man. They are the best three-point shooting team in the NBA, percentage-wise, and makes, and that's what they did nonstop. They were just berating Milwaukee with threes, and there's nothing they could have done about it. Giannis, I mean, he went on an incredible run in the fourth quarter to, to take the lead and then close that ball game out. There was nothing anybody could do. Bam Adebayo, he did some pretty good things against Giannis in the first half. He got into foul trouble, and it was a wrap after that. I mean, Giannis was 13-17 to 17 from the floor, but he was 0-4 from 3. So if he would have taken any 3-pointers, he would have been perfect from the floor with 33 points, 12 boards. Uh, so much for that Bam out of bio as a Giannis stopper, huh? He absolutely just did whatever he wanted against Bam, and once Bam got into foul trouble, Kelly Olenek isn't going to do anything against Giannis. Jay Crowder isn't going to do anything against Giannis. 
Andre Iguodala is not going to do anything against Giannis. So, for Milwaukee, though, I mean, it was good to see Eric Bledsoe back for them. Um, they worked him back in, and then they worked um, Pat Connaughton back in. He did some really good things in 20 minutes. So, Mike Budenholzer's got a lot more to experiment with now. I'm uh, not sure how that's going to affect White Dante. Dante Vincenzo's minutes. So, let's see what happens with that. Kyle Korver only played eight minutes. So, he's got a lot of things that he's got to adjust rotation-wise. And he's got plenty of time to do it. Nobody is really sweating them for the one seed. So, they can kind of go into cruise control and keep this kind of preseason environment like they've been having Let's see, the third game, uh, the two hottest teams in the bubble, the Phoenix Suns and the Indiana Pacers. Phoenix Suns win this one 114-99. to um, TJ Warren finally came back down to earth a little bit for Indiana. He struggled a lot. He missed a lot of easy shots that he had been hitting, and even the shots that you know he had been hitting this whole time, the difficult ones and making it look easy, he, he was struggling with those yesterday. They left him wide open on a couple corner rotations, and he was just missing shots, so... Hopefully that doesn't mean that he's going to go into a long cold spell here and he's going to come back down to like earth for a while now. But Devin Booker looked great, man. 20 points, 10 assists. They were trying to double and trap him off screens and he had no problem just dumping the ball off to the open man. So DeAndre Ayton looked really good. 23 points, 10 boards. This Phoenix team, I keep I keep honking, uh, keep tooting their horn. They're a really, really, really fun team. And they're undefeated so far in the bubble. 30 and 39 and they're they're in play for that ninth spot to get into the play-in game and i i hope they make a run and i it, i have a bet i have money on portland obviously so i want portland to win but if they don't it ends up being phoenix i'm totally okay with that and it'd be fun to watch devin booker finally playing games that matter <laughs> this is actually this is insane so i was i i saw this the other day this is the first time that devin booker has won four consecutive games in his NBA career. That's how just putrid the Phoenix Suns organization have been since he's been in the league. So it's good to see, man. I'm glad I'm glad that they're they're playing well and Devin Booker's getting a lot of recognition as a really special player. Game number four, we had the LA Clippers defeating the Dallas Mavericks 126 to 111. Kawhi Leonard looked really locked in on this one. He's this is as locked in as I saw him play since the Lakers game on the first night of the restart um he was locked in defensively he really wanted to go after Luka and shut him down make life miserable for him same thing with Paul George he was really locked in defensively as well and the Clippers they're really they're a really good team they're a two seed in the west for a reason man they're they are a really good team they're working Lou Williams back in uh Zubac looked really good yesterday and I mean, th- this is a playoff preview. This is most likely going to be your two-seven matchup in the first round, and um, I Dallas isn't going to do anything against the Clippers. I keep saying that it's they're not going to do anything, man. Um, that's I mean, Dallas's strength is Luka Doncic doing everything for them, and they have the Clippers have two of the best perimeter defenders in the world, if not one and two. So they can just make Luka's life a living hell. So. And Luca's already a very inefficient shooter. It's just it doesn't it doesn't look good for Dallas in a matchup against the Clippers. Maybe they get a game, but people are saying, "Oh, that'd be a really exciting series." I I don't see it, man. I think it'd be a a nice like it'd be a, a bunch of blowouts, five games easily. The fifth game of the night, the big one, my Portland Trailblazers and Damian Lillard. They win one twenty five to one fifteen over Nikolai Jokic in the Denver Nuggets. I was talking about it two days ago. Portland is winning these games, and Damian Lillard hasn't been Damian Lillard yet. He is just, you know, he's done enough. He's hit some shots or whatever, but he hasn't really 
gone off like the way he can. And last night he did that like 45 points. He hit. He tied a career high 11 threes made. He had 12 dimes. He could have had 60 points. He had his way with Malik Beasley. They tried to put Michael Porter Jr. on him for a little bit with that length, but that didn't do anything. Um, it was pretty funny. Like, So when you're watching these games and you're watching these defenses try and do the drop coverage on pick and roll where the, the center doesn't come up and hedge, but he's just sitting down there off the screen just waiting for the point guard to come downhill and attack him. And that's just, it doesn't work against Damian Lillard because he's just going to pull up from anywhere and he has that range. It's just him and Curry, those uh, those teams, they try and do that drop coverage on the pick and roll and they just get absolutely torched for it. And all you can do, you're just praying that he misses and he was just locked in last night, man. And Gary Trent Jr., he hit a bunch of threes. He's still locked in. He is just, the ball is just, it looks like he's throwing it into a trash can, man. And that rim just looks like as wide as the ocean. Portland is hot, man. They look really good. They're now a half game behind Memphis Grizzlies for that eight seed. Um, probably after to tomorrow, probably by the end of the weekend, will be the uh, eight seed, most likely. Uh, I just don't think Memphis is going to win another game here in the next couple of days. Man, I just... I've been a, I'm just happy that Portland is finally healthy. They're playing well. I've been a big advocate for them since the beginning of the season. They got derailed by injuries, man, and you know, I've I've been on the table screaming at the top of my lungs that since the All-Star break that they're going to be the 8th seed, the 7th seed. They're going to get into the playoffs and they are they're playing, man. They're playing lights out. And Denver, I know they were missing a couple starters, but they're they're still a very good team. They're a really good team, and they had no they had no answer for Damian Lillard. And I don't think it gets much better if they would have had Jamal Murray there anyway, because he's uh, absolute dumpster fire defensively. And same thing with Gary Harris Jr. Like he's not going to be able to stop Damian Lillard. And even if they slow down Dame, they can't stop C.J. McCollum. So, um, I just I I Denver. I've been singing their praises the past two days, but I still think they're a first round out, and. Portland, man, I'm, I hope they do play the Lakers, and they'll probably just take a game off them. I see a lot of people are kind of freaking out. Lakers fans are like, oh, I'm worried about, you know, Dame. You shouldn't be. It'd be a, an entertaining series to see Dame in the playoffs, and but it's, it'll probably be five games. But it'll, it'll be more entertaining than watching San Antonio get swept. So let's just hope that Portland stays the course and they are the eight seed. And speaking of the one-seed Lakers, they – uh. Mm. It was it was rough last night. So they lose to the Houston Rockets, a Russell Westbrookless Houston Rockets, one thirteen to ninety seven. Uh, I mean, they started Quinn Cook, and uh, it's it's just not good. It's not good. I it's just bad. It's just really bad. And I know the uh, there's no need to panic in these games. Technically, they technically don't matter, but they do matter. You need to get in some kind of rhythm, and they they just have none, man. LeBron he was out, and they're just they just can't get their own shots. Besides Anthony Davis and Deion Waiters, like nobody on that team can get their own shot, and they are so dependent on LeBron's playmaking ability. It's just, oh man, it's just they set the record for uh, worst three point percentage as a team through five games. They since the restart they have been historically bad uh, you can say that now it's more than just bad it's historically bad and 
But I still have, I don't have a doubt in my mind that Danny Green is going to shoot 65% from three in the Western Conference Finals because that's just the player he is, man. He goes through these dry spells. He did it with San Antonio. He was struggling in the playoffs. And then in the finals, he's shooting almost 60% from three. So, again, the Lakers are still getting good shots. Even with LeBron out last night, they still got some pretty decent looks off Anthony Davis. So, they're just not falling there's there's nothing else they can do. They just got to keep taking these shots. They're going to fall eventually. It's a big-miss league, man, and those things are eventually... They're going to clean themselves up, but Vogel, he's still... He's got to get JaVale McGee out of there. I said it yesterday. JaVale's got to go. Quinn Cook shouldn't even see the floor ever. Um, as much as it pains me to say, J.R. Smith, he shouldn't see the floor much, but I, this is stuff that I'm sure Frank Vogel already knows. He's not a complete idiot. Well, for the Rockets, man, I mean... That small ball, they 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 could have easily lost this game because they could have you know given up a shit ton of points to Anthony Davis down in the post, and they did a pretty decent job of trapping him and making life difficult for him. Um, James Harden was fantastic, man. Thirty nine points, twelve assists, eight boards. He was complete control of the entire game, and he knew this Los Angeles team they were vulnerable, and he took over and he absolutely dominated them. And Houston is they're going to play. Denver, most likely, at the end of the once this uh once the seeding games are over, that's probably what it's gonna be locked in at. Denver is gonna play Houston and I got Houston winning that one. I said it yesterday and I'm gonna continue to say it. I I just don't see any way that Houston loses to Denver. I I just don't see how Jokic stays on the floor. I don't see how well, I was just talking about Gary Harris Jr. and uh Jamal Murray. They can't stop Damian Lillard or CJ McCollum. They're not gonna be able to stop Russell Westbrook or James Harden. It's just, it's not going to happen, man. But I mean, the Lakers put up a pretty valiant effort. I mean, they could have been, they could have packed it in a long time ago in this game. Uh, probably about like mid first quarter, they probably could have just waved the white flag and punted, but they played tough. They're still a really good defensive team, so that's going to keep them in a lot of ball games like it has been. I mean, their offense has been putrid, but they're still in most of these games. They're still a run away from being in these games. It's just their offense is not clicking. So. I don't know. They got a lot of work to do, and they're running out of time before the playoffs start. So, I don't know, man. Lakers have got, got me a little bit worried. They got me a little concerned. But at the end of the day, they have Anthony Davis and they have LeBron James, and no other team does. So, I think at the end of the day, that's what you can hang your hat on. So, that was Thursday slate. We had Sacramento beating the New Orleans Pelicans, 140-125. to The Milwaukee Bucks beat the Miami Heat, 130-116. to The Phoenix Suns, they stay undefeated in the bubble, beating Indiana, 114-99. to The Dallas Mavericks lose to the LA Clippers, 126-111. to Damian Lillard and the Portland Trail Blazers win, 125-115 to over the Denver Nuggets. And the Houston Rockets beat the LeBron-less Lakers, 113-97. to so Friday night schedule, we have six more games. It starts off with the Utah Jazz versus the San Antonio Spurs. San Antonio is trying to keep pace with Portland, but I, I just saw the injury report. Uh, Quinn Snyder is absolutely just punting this game to his mentor, Greg Popovich. Uh, Mike Conley's not playing. Donovan Mitchell isn't playing. Uh, Rudy Gobert is not playing. Royce O'Neal's not playing. And the only starter he has available is Joe Ingles. So... <laughs> My God, man, that is unbelievable. San Antonio is just, they're just hanging in this thing. It's so frustrating, man. 
But San Antonio, they're probably going to get a win on that one. Yeah, Quinn Snyder just absolutely punted this game to Greg Popovich. Unbelievable. So, oh, man, whatever. Game two is the Oklahoma City Thunder and the Memphis Grizzlies. <laughs> the Grizzlies, I do not see them getting their first win today. I just don't see them beating Oklahoma City. So, man, so by the end of the day, by, you know, 6.30, Dame Lillard and the Portland Trailblazers are going to be the eight seed. So, Ooh, very exciting stuff. Very exciting stuff. Uh, five o'clock. Um, you're gonna have the Sacramento Kings uh, facing the Brooklyn Nets. Six thirty. The Orlando Magic play the Ben Simmonsless Philadelphia 76ers. This is a big game to see how Philadelphia kind of responds to not having Ben Simmons the whole game. And let's see if they just ride Joel Embiid until the wheels fall off. Man, I mean, he's been absolutely incredible in the bubble. Uh, Tobias Harris looks really good. Um, it's just, man, it, it, after that, it's kind of, it's been shaky. So, I don't know, man. Um, Orlando, they play really hard. They're a very good defensive team. Uh, I don't know how much missing Aaron Gordon will affect their defense. But, I mean, Philadelphia, this is another game. Just like the Washington game, they should put them away. Whether they have Ben Simmons or not, they should, Orlando should not be within a couple points of this team. And, Philadelphia is probably going to get a, a, a four-point win or something like that, and it's just going to be, come on, man. It's going to be so frustrating, but let's, I mean, let's see what happens, man. New Orleans Pelicans, they play the Washington Wizards at 8 o'clock. Again, this is along in the same territory as the Philly-Orlando game. This should not be close. New Orleans should clamp Washington up defensively, and they should get whatever they want on the inside. This should be... A runaway game for the New Orleans Pelicans. If they lose this game, my God, man, just send them home now. Alvin Gentry, just pack your bags. You don't have a job. Just everyone go back home. This is It'll be absolutely embarrassing. I'm not going to lie. If the New Orleans Pelicans can't beat Washington, they don't even deserve to be in contention for that play-in game. So let's hope that they pull it out, and then <laughs> let's see, man. I, I just don't know, man, because San Antonio, they're absolutely going to win against Utah. Utah is playing no starters. Uh, New Orleans, I mean, they're they're under the gun here. They have to win this game against Washington, so hopefully they come out with a fire and they actually try defensively and uh, Alvin Gentry stops playing two big men with Brandon Ingram and it. let's see what happens, man. I, I hope he's making adjustments, man. I just... It's just frustrating just watching him do the same thing over and over again. He's just beating his head against the wall. He's just making no adjustments. So uh, let's just, let, let's, uh, I just hope, I just hope he throws everything that he's been doing out the window and he just, he plays small. He lets him run and get up and down the court and just play free, loose, and hopefully they just dominate the Washington Wizards. And 9 o'clock, we have the defending champion Toronto Raptors playing the Boston Celtics. So that'll be a really good game. I'm excited to see that one because, I mean, those two teams are probably whoever wins that one, you know, that's probably going to be my favorite coming out of the East right now because uh, Philly is just, uh, I, I'm go- I might have to just jump off the bandwagon here. I've been, I've been riding them since the preseason saying they were going to be in the finals and they're just not showing it. They're just not showing me anything that I can lay my hat on and feel comfortable and confident still saying that this is the Eastern Conference's finals team. I just I just don't see it right now. And um, Toronto, they look like the best team in the East. Um, let's see how they look against Boston tonight. Mm. I just, uh, man, Philadelphia just got me really bummed out. 
just I've I've been riding the roller coaster all year with them, and then they've been just uh, <laughs> a roller coaster ride through the bubble here, and then the Ben Simmons news, and uh, God, it's just man. I just know that I'm not going to win that money that I put down, and I'm just I'm just going to get really upset about it. But we should have a pretty good slate of games uh, besides the Utah game. I I'm glad that game is going to be out of the way early. I that is so shameful. Someone should have they should call the snitch hotline on Utah and just have them just kicked out of the bubble. I, they play four out of their five starters aren't playing against San Antonio, who is trying to chase for a playoff spot. Like what the? F- that is so just ridiculous, man. So ridiculous. I can't believe he's just laying down for Greg Popovich. Un- unbelievable, man. Uh, all right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to wrap this one up. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. I will be potting again tomorrow. I will recap Friday's slate, and then we'll look ahead to Saturday's game. Make sure to like, rate, and review after every single episode. And I will talk to you tomorrow. Enjoy your basketball. See you. Yeah, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. And, uh... What can I say? Mamba out.